Hello, guys and gals, and welcome to the podcast. Today we express our political thoughts with you at home. And today that political thought is student loan debt, specifically colleges, private colleges, community colleges, uh, stuff in that general area. As always, we are stating our opinions in a civil discussion with little to no preparation, just our current knowledge and feelings. So, today, like I said, our topic is college, uh, kind of in general, student loan debt. Um, We're going to throw in, you know, community colleges, private colleges. We're just going to talk about that because college is not too far in the future for us. Um, Not that, you know, it's right around the corner. We still got to go to high school, but... um, you know, we're getting there, and hopefully by the time we are there, a lot of the changes that need to be made will, and so I think we need to discuss that today, and hopefully um, most of our opinions and values about this will be similar. We've discussed it a little bit before we started recording, but I think we have a general, uh, like, agreement on we have what a should be done. understanding yeah. of what should, yes, like, what, what should, should be, be done. done. What needs to be changed and what is wrong and what is good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bradley, do you want to start us off, I guess, with your general thoughts and feelings on how it is right now? Yes. And then you can go into how you would like to change it. Right. Well, overall, I feel like private colleges need to stay private colleges because if a private college was even cheaper or like free, let's say it's free then it would be not very private anymore. There's no point in a private college. But when it comes to community college and things similar to that, I do believe it should be free. But I do not believe that it should be free if you were just dancing around in high school, not paying attention. I feel like you do need some type of high school diploma or you do need to get credits, but I feel once you get them credits, you should not wait to be accepted. You should find a community college or maybe even a private college to join what you want. Yeah, I completely agree with you what you're saying. Uh, to elaborate a little bit more, um, private colleges, yes, should stay private colleges. Places like Harvard, you know, places like Stanford, uh, you know, Yale, Yale, those kind of, you know, yeah. those kind of private colleges should stay private because they're kind of like the elite colleges that only certain people can get into and that help on your, you know, your resume, your, your job application. Yes. And before we, and before we begin on our opinions and some facts, I would like to give you all a perspective of how serious the college debt has became. It says some 44 million Americans collectively hold over $1.6 trillion in student debt, and these numbers are growing. College is more expensive and important than ever before. And uh, actually, the average amount of student loan debt per borrower uh, at the moment is $37,000. That's absolutely insane to me. And we're talking numbers as $2,000 per scholarship. That's a lot of money to be spending on college. And, you know, in today's uh, in today's world, a lot of people have been bad-mouthing college. You know, I'm sure you've heard it on, you know, whatever social media platform you 
you use a lot of people are talking about how jobs aren't looking at college uh, a lot well like you know specific jobs a lot of people are saying you don't need to go to college um and then we have the average american who goes to college being in debt you know almost forty thousand dollars and not to mention it does not make it any better by any means the coronavirus pandemic after the coronavirus pandemic, it became more and more expensive and less and less people were getting accepted into the college that they would like to be in and what suits them and is best for them. And then there is the eco economic crisis that follows. After pending, people spending all that money, people go into, people become poor, people become broke. People do not have money to sometimes even survive. Yeah, that's true. Especially, like you said, right now in the pandemic, uh, student loan debt, uh, lack of jobs, and lack of jobs even from not being able to go to college because you can't afford it, or not being able to send your children to college, who could also help provide, you know, uh, because you still have student loan debt that has to be paid off. You know, it's, it's real, it really cripples you, which is why they call it crippling debt. And also... Um, online college is growing at a rate of, it's insane, honestly, it is mind-blowing to me, because in the early 2000s, the Bush administration made it a lot easier for an edu online education to grow. That is true. And that affected a large profit for institutions that expanded their enrollment by several orders of magnitude in the mid-2000s. Yeah, I want to bring up this uh, statistic really quick. So, you know, like I said, almost $40,000 in student loan debt for every the average college student. Currently, there are 20 million college students in the U.S., um, and campus diversity is, you know, ever-growing. Female students have actually outnumbered male students uh, in higher education college for over 40 years. And another statistic uh, is that women continue to have higher rates of poverty than men, the 2018 poverty rate for women was 12.9, down from 13.6 in 2017, which is a good thing, and the poverty rate for men was 10.6 in 2018, not statistically different from 2017. So, basically, with all this debt, before you, that before, college, hold before on, you continue, oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Okay, before you continue, I have a more recent statistic. It says. During the 2019-2020 school year, the average cost for, for tuition, fees, room, and board was $21,950 for an in-state students at public universities, $38,330 for out-of-state students at public universities, and $49,870 at private nonprofit universities. That's crazy. This is per student. And uh, like I was saying, uh, with the women continuing to have higher poverty rates, think about it this way. With all this, imagine the same, uh, imagine each family had $40,000 of student debt, student debt, no matter the gender, no matter what school. Let's just pretend that everyone has $40,000 in student debt. When the majority of college students are young women seeking higher education, they're chance of being in poverty is higher than men by, you know, 2.3%. So, 
there's a statistically higher chance that there are, you know, women going to college whose families potentially are struggling very hard to pay for their child's, you know, college, uh, which is why they have to take out student loans to pay for it and to help provide for their family. And when the majority of college students are women and then when and when statistically women are more poorer than men, it seems harsh to say, but it's true, that's basically saying that, you know, a lot of college students are probably poor, and that's true. And, you know, that student debt does not help at all. All right, well, I'd like to add on that subject of women and men, and not only is it gender, but it's also race. While the average white student loan borrower borrower owns around $30,000 in student debt, the average black borrower owes closer to 34000 White borrowers pay down their education debt at a rate of 10% a year compared with a 4% for black borrowers. And part of because of significant, significant, my apologies, significant racial pay gap. And if you're educated in poverty, you'll know that statistically, black and, black and brown people, sorry, black and brown people are statistically poorer, or the average, you know, you know, average poor, whatever. Uh, just similar to the statistic of women and men that I read, they're on average poorer than a white man. You know, the poor population is built up mostly of black and brown people, the majority. So when they're paying their student debt at lower rates, uh, which means that they're they're having more uh, over time, and they have more student debt in general because it's harder for them to pay because a lot of them may live in a poor, you know, place with poor families, um, poorer than, you know, like you said, the average white college goer. Um, that's a big detriment to them, too. It hurts a lot to have to pay that much money, especially when you're potentially living in a poor place with a poor home and, you know, family. It's, it's really hard. And it is extremely heartbreaking to see that people are getting denied funds and denied loans and just for skin color, gender, and just who they are. In but America today, that is some ways that like yeah, it should be it should very much be unacceptable. And some ways that students are impacted is like one of the most talked about side effects of the student debt crisis is how it forces borrowers to delay traditional markers of adulthood, which means it could cause someone to focus on college more than becoming a working member adult of society, which is terrible. It is terrible. Well, now I think we have about enough background information uh, for the audience at home and for us to start, um, I guess, our discussion, not necessarily argument, because I think we have the same ideas, on how to potentially help with the situation that we're in. And uh, Bradley, you can start with that. Well, there are many um, GoFundMes and PayPals out there for um, there are even some people trying to make um, orphanage, well not, that's the totally wrong word, once again my apologies, they're trying to make places where you donate money for students with student debt because it's genuinely becoming a too big of a problem. And like we both agreed on, 
public colleges should absolutely come free if you did good in high school not necessarily good if you tried in high school at all like effort at all then i feel hiring your education should not be something you pay for it should be something that you have rights for exactly because you know a lot of the jobs that people want and that people need you kind of have to go to college if they're going to accept you now there's obviously exceptions but you know there's a lot of people that can't afford it that are being excluded from getting those jobs achieving their dreams so my solution would be right now i don't know enough about student debt to say whether it be whether it should be abolished i do although that does sound great i don't know how that would af uh, you know affect the united states or I how we would go about that. that but i do know that i didn't we have to do something but i'm you know i'm still yeah, thinking I, about should, it. I, I, do, I do think that it's like having it be abolished does sound great but then again then the colleges are not going to be making funds to fix the roofing and like well well to be fair they still they like cut class like, equipment. private colleges like that have plenty of money they don't need the student debt right now yeah i'm, I'm speaking on public and community colleges at the moment but and i have so much hope for the future but if i'm being 100 percent honest of what i think and i'm not trying to disappoint anybody but I don't think forgiveness is going to happen. I'd be very surprised if it happened at all. Like, I do feel there could be some sort of change, but I, I never feel like people are going to have to not pay for further education after high school, which uh, is... For, for private crazy. colleges, you mean, right? I mean, for every college. I feel like everyone's going to have to either be a D1 athlete or be the smartest person in school. Or you're gonna have to pay thousands on thousands of dollars well, and put yourself in student debt. So you think that's what's happening right now, or that's what you want to happen? I feel that is what's happening right now, and I wish it wasn't that way. That's but some that's people me have too. stronger minds than others, and some people um, have more. Like, how should I put this? Some people have more harder times of like math reading writing you know the basics and they need help but they cannot get that help if they can't do a perfect grade a student in high school because then they cannot get into a college without paying paying thousands of dollars and some people cannot afford that exactly which leads me into my point so public colleges community colleges in other words um those should be Free. Now, I'm not saying every community college in the U.S. right now can afford to be completely free. Um, even with, you know, increasing taxes, even by a minuscule amount, they, they a lot of them probably couldn't. But, you know, if they're running a college, they might be able to. So, to help that, we were, prob we're probably going to do an episode about this in the future, about taxes and about the rich and about the poor. So what I think should happen is that in our society today, rich people are much, much, much better off than poor people, which even by, you know, the name rich poor, you can obviously tell that. But in this country, the poorest of the poor is pretty poor and the richest of the rich is pretty rich. So right now, 
the richer people. I, I don't necessarily know which number, but above a certain salary, and it's not up to me to decide, above a certain salary the government decides, should be paying extra taxes, and below a certain salary that a person receives should be paying a little bit less taxes that the richer compensate for. And so what should be included in those general taxes is payment for free community college. Now, requirements for this, for getting into free, for getting into free community college, is either one, you have, I don't, I don't really know if this should be one. We can, we can discuss this, but I'd say a salary under, you know, a generous amount like six hundred thousand dollars a year. If you're making six hundred thousand dollars a year, you probably shouldn't be getting college for free because you can most likely afford that. Um, but you should most likely, you definitely need a, a high school diploma. You have to have been a good student throughout high school, and I guess teacher recommendations, and then if the college accepts you. Those are my requirements for getting into community college and why I think that community college should be free. You, Bradley? Um, I do disagree with you on that a little bit. I do feel that there are some wealthier people who might not be the smartest or the sharpest pencil in the box. But I, I don't feel just because you have money, you are forced to pay. I feel that is unfair. But I'm not saying, like, I do agree with your conversation on the, ta like, the taxes should be raised for a certain income. And that should definitely be a part. Because um, our past president, Donald Trump, made it where higher paid people pay less taxes, which is ridiculous to me. But... Um, what I'm trying to get to is, well, we'll speak more on the taxes situation, possibly next podcast, depending on how politics are running tomorrow, because stuff changes in an instant. But what I'm trying to get to is, I feel like what you were saying is not necessarily not a good idea. I, I do think it is a good idea, but I do believe it is unfair. Just because you make a higher income does not mean that you should have to always pay for your college. I feel like if you are, um, like I feel like you should still get into community colleges for free. Yeah. If okay. That's a that was the one point. That was the one point that I was kind of like, okay, I don't know if I should really be saying this because I kind of disagree with myself. It was just something that I'd heard and it sounded good originally, and I kind of wanted to toss ideas around. Uh, with the, you know, if you make over, if your parents make over a certain amount of salary, you know. But situations aren't the same for everyone. Your parents could be making a lot of money, but there could be something going on with your family, with your home, with, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with you, but you somehow can't afford a private college. I think everyone should be accepted into community college. I just think they should be encouraged to go to a private college because they can. Um, but they would probably undoubtedly be accepted into a community college. I really don't want. I don't. I really don't why. Don't know why I said that because now thinking back on it, it kind of just sounds ridiculous. But you know who might have judged someone's kids, but people who. Okay, who might have judged someone's family situation and whether or not they can afford private college, even if their salary is high. You know what I mean. But yes, but in but in the situation of like if you're a super rich person you should pay taxes but that's that's different than what I'm trying to say here. What I'm trying to say here is that 
That was a dumb argument that I made. That's my bad. I knew it was dumb when I said it, and I completely agree with what you're saying, Bradley. Alright, yeah. Um, oh, I'm glad you noticed that you're saying, because I do feel that is totally, totally unfair, and I'm glad that you are, you understand that. But, um, I have a quote here, or not necessarily a quote. I have an article from the um, Make It. That is the name of this website. It's called cncbc.com, and I'm on something called Make It. And this article here says, the college board estimates that during the 1980-1981 school year, on average, it cost students the modern equivalent of seventeen. Thousand dollars, four hundred and ten. Well, seventeen thousand four hundred ten dollars to attend a private college, and seven thousand nine hundred to attend a public college. So it is definitely nothing new to see a high cost for tuition and admission and everything like that. And this includes tuition fees, room and board. By 1990, those costs increased by $26,050 and $9,800, respectively. Even, like, that's insane to me, especially the public college part. Even, le- even let's say that in today's America, public college only costed $7,000, which wouldn't actually be that much if you really think about it compared to, you know, private colleges and, and other options out there. But still, $7,000, especially for people who are in poverty, who need to go to college to get a good job to provide for their family, whose parents may not be able to, or, you know, who had kids unexpectedly, or has someone to take care of, that, you know, who might adjust their family situation, they they need to have some sort of college for free, and that's where community college comes in. So that $7,000 needs to be drastically reduced. I totally agree with you. Um, I have another part of that article. It says, from 2000 to 2010, enrollment in private for-profit institutions increased by 329% since 1990s. To me, that is ridiculous. In modern days, in modern days, excuse me, that is still a lot of money to spend pay seven thousand in my opinion but i feel it is a lot it's a lot a lot better than having twenty four thousand dollars of student loan debt that is true that is true uh spending you know seven thousand well to be fair that seven thousand dollars could be uh you know per semester or per year i would i would assume per semester so if you have what is it four semesters a year two four something like that Let's just say two. I don't. I have no clue. I'll. I'll look it up. Bradley, continue. It depends on what you are um, pursuing in college. Like the average doctor, the like lowest degree you can get for doctor is four to five years. So, well, well let's just like the average. Eight. The average amount of yeah. Okay, so there's two semesters a year. So that seven thousand dollars is probably per semester. So seven thousand dollars times two. $14,000. Let's just ignore the other numbers. $14,000 a year, Bradley. Would you be comfortable paying that much for a community college? No, I would not. I would I would want a community college to be the same as a community high school. You get in for free. 
and but you have to do something in middle school you do not pass like and if you do something in high school if you don't do anything in high school i do not feel that you should get into a, co a college of your choice for free exactly community college should be the baseline and private colleges sh should be for people who can afford it and people who choose to go there i guess for better chances of getting a job which is also a direct effect of you know capitalism and how if you're born to a rich family or take advantage of workers you're more liable to get a job and take advantage of the system again but that's just you know the world we live in but we everyone else everyone should have an option i totally agree and i feel like we have this has been a good podcast and we got our point across so if it is okay with my partner carter i think this is the end of the podcast yeah, we had a we had a great discussion. To be fair, it wasn't even an argument. We disagreed on one thing that, you know, I completely regretted saying because it didn't make any sense. Um, but you know, we've had a good time chatting. I think we've completely reached, uh, not just, you know, a, now you understand not, our thoughts yeah, and feelings. Yeah, on not just. I think we haven't, you know, not just a a a field to agree on. I think we've gone higher than that we agree on something that isn't you know a moral ground something that's bigger something that we both believe in that's strong and that isn't you know we disagree with other stuff we pretty much agree with you know everything so this has been a great episode a great way to uh segue into our next podcast episode uh which most likely will be centered around taxes or something to the effect of capitalism and I think we've done a good way of segue into that. And I also think we've had a great podcast, uh, great some great discussions, some great thoughts, and we've gained some new information. And I hope you at home have gained some new information as well. All right, and I would like to say one thing to the viewers at home. Thank you so much for joining into our podcast. And thank you for being patient with us. Yes, we are kids, so we might stutter and stumble and not be the greatest speakers ever but thank you for sitting with us and thank you for um spending your time your valuable time to be here with us thank you very much and goodbye we'll see you guys next time